Welcome to another week's edition of Good Band, Bad Band, where we talk about two musical artists whose names sound similar, but the music, it's very different. <laughs> this week we're talking about Tom McDonald Jones. White people hate me, they say that I'm using my privilege for evil, I get it, hey. Black people hate me, they say that I'm racist, my feelings don't match with their message, whoa. Feminists hate me because I believe that their movement is angry and sexist. I am Jared. <laughs> Tyler, what a great... I feel like we, is awful. we don't have to say anything more. I feel like he actually encapsulated his entire his entire message yeah. into those like first three lines of this that song. This is probably the least known person we've covered. Probably. Possibly. You think Possibly. so? Less than Har- you think Harley Poe's more known than he it's is? It's difficult because they have... Uh, it's hard to know where Harley Poe uh, are at in terms of people knowing who they are because of like where we live, where they're kind of popular around this area. But... I think that they have around, I don't know, I'd have to look and see kind of like what the stream difference is. But yeah, well, I would say... Tom McDonald probably has more streams and more like viral things. Right. But it's just in like that category. Yes. I think that he's uh, perhaps one of our most niche artists that oh, we've yeah. ever covered. But he's oh, yeah. he's popular within that sphere of things. Like, That's true. He's got millions of YouTube views. Like you really like... Yeah. like you know, this won't be, this is pretty obvious. I don't like him at all. Um, but like, you have to recognize that he is becoming popular. Like, he's not like an completely unknown artist. Like, people like him. Mm-hmm. Like, That's people, true. people, like, if you look at like the comment sections of his videos, like, it is nothing but people like, man this guy's got an awesome message he's so he's so like he's saying like he's what woke. i'm thinking he's woke he, he is a apparently woke mm. in a different way than what most people consider to be woke like in the way trump is yes i think that he has benefited quite a bit from this uh these past four years i agree of political correctness uh and, and such or anti-political correctness i guess is what i want to say yeah so i i don't know it's hard to know Obviously, yeah, I don't know. I mean, he had some stuff before, um, before the last four years, I think. Yes, but it's his. Some of his most uh, watched videos on YouTube are definitely within that sphere of time, and I think that he's leaned into that heavily. Like, I think that he's decided like this is working, and therefore I'm going to keep doing it. Yeah. Um, to be a little bit more clear, if you aren't aware of who Tom McDonald is. Uh, he is a rapper mm-hmm. uh, who... Primarily YouTube. Primarily YouTube, mm-hmm. yes. He's really a YouTube rapper because he kind of like... He also leans into the visual aspects of what he's doing, too. He's His videos are like very well produced. Like, yeah. But he um, his music is heavily focused on um, like being anti-feminism, being uh, anti uh, like safe space kind of guy. Like he he's um, he doesn't believe in white privilege. Like a lot of those types of things. There are other things, of course, but those are kind of the the main topics. I would say. I think that it's difficult because it's with with that kind of uh, with his style of music. He says things that are controversial. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to know whether he believes those things or if he just says it for the fact of like clicks and trying to get like um, word out about things. Like, I agree. So it's, 
I don't know. Like it, you can't say it's not a message. He is sending right. a message. Yes, but I don't know if he believes the things he says because he says it somewhat ironically at some points too. That it's like, I he's just saying controversial things for the sake of saying it. Yes, because it's working. Mm-hmm. I mean, because the other thing that I found really, really surprising when I looked into him a little bit more recently um, is if you and, and like this is a weird metric, but it does tell you something is if you look at the like to dislike ratio on his videos, which is likes, it's mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. very, very heavily likes, which means that the people who are seeking him out, which I will also get into the people who are seeking him out and listening to his music are people who enjoy him, mm. even though. Because this is, I think this is really the biggest message of Tom McDonald. I can put it into three sentences. Uh, Tom McDonald says things that people don't like. Tom McDonald perceives that people don't like him. Tom McDonald loves that people don't like him. That's about it. Mm-hmm. How do yeah. you feel, Tyler? Uh, he People don't like him, apparently. And he does like it because he made a whole song about it. Many uh-huh. songs about it. He does. He makes a lot of songs. And he calls people ninnies. Had you heard and of Tom McDonald prior to this episode? I did not. Okay. I actually thought that he... I thought it, When Tom McDonald sounds like an old man name. Mm-hmm. It does. So I thought it was an old man well, person. Last, last week, I was confused on the outro. And I said, Michael, because I was thinking of Michael McDonald. The, yes. The... Uh, famed crooner, which this week we are talking about another wonderful crooner man named Tom Jones. But uh, yeah, I got a little confused, and so yeah, that Tom Tom McDonald and Michael McDonald both sound like old man names. Yes, and they he's, do. He's not well. He's a, he's older than we are. He is, but he's yeah. not an old man. No, no, no he's like thirty three. Yeah, it's kind of what a weird doing, time to come into this. What was he doing before this? Uh, surprisingly, or, one of the first things that he did was he was a wrestler. Oh, what? that's fun. Yeah, he was he was a wrestler. I mean, he wasn't a big wrestler or anything, but like oh, yeah. he wrestled. Um, there's actually a picture, which, you know, if I was this person, I'd be like, damn it. Uh, there's a picture of Tom McDonald with Batista. Oh, my. Oh, my I think that he just like went to a lot of WWE shows yeah. and was just a fan of WWE. Like I listened to an interview that he did, um, which I will definitely be getting into because it's an interesting thing. Um, but he was talking about how like he really likes like Stone Cold Steve Austin. Mm-hmm. So I feel like he would be a good person for H three H three to interview. He's that kind of person that they yes. could probably get some interesting things out of him. I would agree. Um, hmm. I know that Fantano uh, hates him so hates much. him so but much. Would, of course he does. Like he rips into him. Like any time that a new song comes out, he makes a whole video dedicated to just ripping him apart. Well, I'm wondering with the YouTube algorithm. Um, I know like that. Uh, likes and comments and all that stuff helps you get more views and gets you more money but i'm wondering if if dislikes uh help or hurt that i don't know do you know anything about it tyler i don't know i don't know i wouldn't think that it i honestly would think that dislikes would just count the same because it's all about views exactly it's all about people coming to that page and it's not just a view it's like a a, A reaction yes yeah so yeah. I, I really, I would say it probably doesn't matter. It really probably no. doesn't matter whether you it's like pro- it or dislike it. It's probably it. the same. Like it's, it's yeah, probably it's just equal. it just shows uh, attention of some sort. Yep. Right. So <clears throat> I know that I saw in a comment, one of the comment sections, because really like there's not a lot of like things that you can find about him, like mm-hmm. information wise. Like it's not like there's a lot going on, like in terms of his story, I guess. Um, 
But if you look in the comment sections, which is where you can kind of understand a little bit more about like how people receive him, I know that people uh, in his fan base believe that he's being um, suppressed by YouTube. Like yeah. he'll his views, like he'll have like a million views, and they'll be like, Tom McDonald doesn't show up on uh, the most popular YouTube videos. They're trying to silence him. The which, trending. Yes. Yeah, I and can then see other that people will be legitimate. like, he's on my trending. Mm-hmm. You can uh, say he's not on your trending. Like you can say that very easily. Doesn't well, maybe mean that he's he not. Isn't. Just because he's not on your trending, like it depends on how many channels do you have. You know, right. if you subscribe to a lot of channels, you know. So. No, it, the trending is like all of YouTube, though. Oh, like, trending just it's not shows individual, the not an most, individualized. No, no, trending is like. Well, then it doesn't the matter. Then there's so many different things that they could like the the algorithm doesn't put the exact same item up for every person. Yeah. In fact, it doesn't even do it for every instance that you visit YouTube. Every time mm-hmm. you visit YouTube and it doesn't it no longer has cash of the previous items on there, it doesn't sh- it shows different items. It just scrolls through. Yeah, that's dumb. These people are dumb. These people who are on YouTube saying that stuff's dumb. Uh I think that the video we should play unfortunately more of his music so yes. people have more of a concept. I think the video that first kind of started his um I guess intentional um, divisiveness uh, was the white boy video. Yeah, well. I think that was where he first kind of started gaining some prominence. And again, that's when he started leaning into it again. So I'm going to play a little bit of white boy. Is so fucking pathetic. Go be proud that you're black, but don't hate me for some credit. I'm not the white devil, neo Nazi cop trying to pull the trigger. You can call me what you want, but I'd still never say the white race as a whole ain't the enemy. There's racist white people, but we're far from that collectively. He wouldn't say it, and he didn't say it. It's true, he did not say it. He. I have learned that the people who are most often the type to talk about how they're not racist are racist people are often the most yeah. racist people the, the, what's unfortunate about it is that is that the points that he's making are valid but he's making them for stupid reasons go on like you know obviously um people shouldn't think that like black people shouldn't think white people are racist or like the enemy inherently right that point is valid but like that's not the extent of it and that's not what's happening right now right type of thing like that's not what's happening you know um it's and it's this thing where we've talked about how all lives matter detracts from the point of what's actually happening and right. like, the thing that needs to happen and that's exactly what's happening here like it's not like the points you're stating are not valid what you're you're just stating them for stupid reasons and you're not understanding like what's happening so, you know, you, it, like, it's just dumb because there's a lot of things he says where you're like, okay, yeah, this is true. But like, you don't, you have zero understanding of the, of how that even fits into the context of anything that's going on in society. I also, you know, you're just saying things. I, I do think he's just saying things. And I think one of those perfect examples of that is when he released a song about coronavirus, mm-hmm. which uh, if you listen to that song, actually, I'll play just the very first line of the coronavirus song. Exciting. I don't know what to think about this virus. Started in China, now everybody in America's hiding. That's all you need to know about him. He made a whole song, and the first line he says is, 
I don't know about it. I don't know what to think about it, but let me tell you for three minutes. Yeah, yeah like he doesn't, like he's made it very clear, like I don't understand this, I don't know anything about it, but I will have an opinion yeah. and I will talk about it. You know, he also has like his verses are actually kind of not the lyrical content, but you know, as a verse, are kind of okay. Uh, really, yeah. it's his, but his choruses and hooks are just not good yeah. at all. Like he, he just kind of sound like he, well, he's a competent enough rapper i was talking to caleb because i'm mm-hmm. a few months several months ago actually before the that that song came out so probably at least eight to nine months ago we caleb and i had a discussion about tom mcdonald and it basically just kind of for me it just kind of boils down to like he's not a bad like rapper technical like, rapper technical rapper he's yeah. not bad well, no. but his yeah, content kind of. is not good and the message that he sends is very is not good, right? Yeah. Um, so it's kind of like difficult. The, it's hard because if if he has a song and he says a hundred things in the song, like a hundred different um, points that he yeah, makes ideas, and like three are good, and you're sitting and listening to it, you're like, oh, I agree with that. But like ninety seven or not. That's not a good. That makes it not a good song. Right. So right. It makes it not a good message. Like you can't right. just say a bunch of things and only have like three or four stick. Yes, you can. If at the end of if they have to make it valid, to make it like quality. If you end every song with something about Jesus, oh, then you're all right. It's like everything you said before that doesn't count anyway. That's what you should do. Um, he does do this funny thing every once in a while. Like the my favorite song. Which is hard to say. My favorite song of Tom McDonald's is I'm Corny. And the reason for that is that entire song is him uh, levying the complaints that one could have against him. But he never outwardly makes an argument against them. So he's basically saying, like, you could you could dislike me for all these reasons. End of song. And that's, end, and that's end of the song. end of the story, yes. Song. But in the, in the chorus, he says something to the effect of, like, you shouldn't hate people... Um, because like, it'll, you know, it'll be like tiresome for you. Like, yeah, that's a big theme of his is yeah. that every, all of this stuff is a waste of time, which is kind of ironic because he's doing all of those things. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, like it, it, he, <laughs> no, he's just so aggravating because it is yeah. like he says, you know, hating on him is a waste of time, mm-hmm. but all your songs are just hating on people hating on you. Exactly. That's you true. know, or you just saying a bunch, spewing a bunch of garbage and you're like, it's uh, not it's a waste of my time. Like it's not good to be racist, but it's also a waste of time. And you're like, yes, okay, but then you're look at you, man. What are you doing? Right. You know. So it's just funny. But I think is I don't think his courses are any good. No, they're all let down. So the technical yeah. portion is not like the that's what I'm saying. Like the verses, yeah, you don't get, you don't okay, get paid off technically. End. No, you don't, because then the chorus comes and you're just like, what? Why? What's happening here? It's not. It's not good. They're, none of his hooks are any good. Yeah. So he's been on YouTube since uh, 2009, uh, and he has accumulated 283 million uh, different streams, different mm-hmm. views, mm-hmm. which is quite a bit. It and is it's quite interesting. A bit. Like that's uh, you have to give him credit for, and he's he's not uh, like uh, signed to anything. So yeah, he is all an independent artist. Made he's independent, and so that's a pretty uh, impressive unfortunately uh and then also that he he does have quality videos like the, the, the right quality like I said, of the, the production videos, of the videos is it's good. funny because uh one of the videos i watched it was like hey my girlfriend is filming this yes <laughs> so yeah. it's like yeah. i do have a story about that oh my 
Um, so, because I, I did do as much research as I could on Tom McDonald, because there really is not a lot of research to be done about Tom McDonald. But he does have a girlfriend. Um, that is true. If you look is, at like a, his that's Instagram, a reality, yeah. yeah. If you look at his Instagram, like you can see that he's dating another artist, and that artist's name is Nova something. I'm I don't remember what her last name is, but Nova. Um, and she makes you know music as well, and they kind of have like a group together, like they make music kind of like together. And she, I, I think she directs some of the videos. Um, but there is a feud between Tom McDonald and somebody. And it took me a while to find this information. I had to listen to a portion of a podcast uh -huh. to hear Tom McDonald talk about this feud. Is it Mac Lethal? It's not. Oh, he had a feud with him too. It is perhaps one of the most obvious but not obvious feuds that I could ever imagine. Okay. Violent J of ICP. He has a feud with Violent J. Of ICP. For what reason? apparently that Nova has performed with ICP. Okay. Which also should not surprise you. No. And apparently what happened was, was that Violent J of ICP texted her a long stream of messages, effectively saying, what the fuck are you doing dating Tom McDonald? Yes. Oh boy. Yes. Um, like, you don't need to do that to yourself. Like, you're better than that is basically the conversation that ICP he was trying is to the hero in this story. Well, that's the thing though, is that it got flipped around because apparently, so they, they took screenshots of these messages. Yes. Tom McDonald and his girlfriend, Nova. Okay. Um, and apparently Tom McDonald is the one that saw the, the messages and he said like, you know, looks like it was a good thing that uh, my girlfriend left her phone on the table uh, and like, kind of like, basically like said like, Hey, this is Tom McDonald. Like you're talking to me on this one. So he screenshotted this and then posted on Instagram. And a lot of people are basically saying like violent Jay's just trying to fuck Nova. He doesn't actually care. He just wants to have sex with her. He wants her for herself. Like that's the perception that other people got from. I'm concerned about this person that you're dating was then turned in. And he never said like, you should date me instead. He should. Ne he never said like, like I'm better than Tom McDonald. It was just levying concerns from my perspective. Oh my. But I had to find a podcast to hear Tom McDonald talking about it, <laughs> and that podcast was on the website fagolovers.com. Oh and let oh me my. tell you right now, oh if you my. ever want to learn a lot about an interesting culture, I recommend fagolovers.com. Um, you'll have to Google it because it is not spelled like just like Fago, like lovers. I think it's like U V V E R S or something like that. Um, but they do like, like it's a bunch of like ICP adjacent things. And so they have like music reviews and it's one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my entire life because they, they only review the kinds of albums that people would listen to who listen to ICP yeah. and they give them only positive reviews. All soda, orange sodas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you don't think, listen, grape is a pretty popular Fago flavor as well. Yeah, grape is the, the arguably the best Fago flavor. Yeah. Uh, I mean, 
I said arguably. They're not. None of them are good. Let's be real. I said arguably the best. You don't which get. Doesn't mean that it's. You don't get three a, liters for that price for a reason. That's but. right. <laughs> um, there's also the the connect the wrestling connection because they both worked in the wrestling industry too. Right. Oh boy. Violent J and and uh, what's that other dude's name? I don't. know. I can't remember the other member. I can't either. Does it matter? Yeah, I don't know. Not no. really. Not, uh, not really, you know. I, but, I find them interesting. Very interesting. ICP, yeah, very interesting. Well, you group. see miracles every day. It gets kind of. I do. You get kind of <laughs> interested. On that, on that same, on that same podcast, though, I found it. What was really, really surprising is that, like, and I again, I will give him credit where credit is due. When he was talking to someone like a normal human being, he sounded arguably down to earth. Mm-hmm. Like he just he wasn't like screaming about like racism and like why don't feminism I, he does it enough in his songs why would you right. do it yeah you don't have to do it all the time but he was just like talking about a video game that he was playing and like they talked a little bit about Minecraft mm-hmm. and he talked about how he really liked Stone Cold Steve Austin and he does he have an Austin three sixteen tattoo uh, I don't know but I wouldn't have been surprised if he did it's funny if you go back on his YouTube and go like search that's the oldest I just did, did that? that I just did that you Jared. can see the the progression yeah. of his his tattoos mm-hmm. and his yep. hair you should like, play the first of his I want to hear it yeah. the very first wannabe, video of his want, wannabe. wannabe wannabe okay he's a cowboy hat on yeah which because but he said he's not a country rapper if you recall hmm. which is why I'm concerned I did have one final point about the podcast by the way uh, well. uh, right. he mentioned which I found uh, quite interesting. Tom McDonald mentioned. Tom McDonald said that he was a big proponent for women's rights. Yeah, he well, feels that way. He does. He does. What well, did he follow up with? What those rights are? No. Well. Uh, devil in my mind now. Monogamy isn't the only thing I've been lying about. I'm in the belly of the beast and I'm riding round rope in my hand. Should I hang myself or climb out? I feel like everyone around me about to make it And I'm busy with some bitch I only fuck with when I'm faded Let's say I'll grow to be a monster, but I am one Why the fuck you think I've been calling my Sally and son? I ain't Thomas anymore, I ain't honest anymore I don't give a shit about a broken promise anymore I got back home from tour like a month ago And I've been in the club getting drunk since a month ago I lost the only game. What do you think those chickens are thinking? <laughs> I think those are some ugly boots I think that's what they're thinking they weren't. They weren't good boots. Like I'd cut all of that. That's awful. I just want to know if he was a country rapper or not. And it, you I, know what? He didn't do it. I don't want to cut that though, because like that's a completely different song. Yeah. And that's what's interesting about it is that like like it's not particularly a good song, but it's a completely different way of performing. Like he's wearing a cowboy hat. Yes. He's singing about something that maybe is actually like relevant to him as a person rather than just being like divisive views. Like I don't think he would have ever been super popular based on that type of music, but it certainly is arguably better. Well, that's more genuine, I suppose. Yeah. Can't deny that part of it. I don't think that I personally have any other uh, important information on Tom McDonald. I don't either. Then let's move on to the real meat. It's not unusual to be loved by anyone. 
It's not unusual to have fun with anyone. But when I see you hanging about with anyone. Tom Jones. I'll start with the the thing that I found to be the thing I wanted to talk about the most, I suppose. Tom McD- or Tom Jones. I'm a, I, I got to keep that in my head now. We're done with that. Michael. Tom. Michael. Tom Jones is a rich dude. Mm, He's yeah. got a lot of money. Did you see uh, the thing he sold? Uh, in, in 19... How he bought the house? No. Uh in 1976, he purchased a red oh yeah 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 a red brick mansion in uh, L A from Dean Martin, mm-hmm. the Dean of All Martins, for yes. five hundred thousand dollars. And in 1998, he sold it to none other than Nicolas Cage for oh, boy. six point four six nine million dollars. That's a flip right there. It is a flip. You got to admit that's a flip. I mean, I, I think that if Tom, I think he, I think he, I think he got him. I think he bamboozled. Him. <laughs> I think you're right, <laughs> but I, I will cake. say that I think that if Tom Jones enters a building, that building then just inherently becomes worth money. Sure, mm-hmm. um, the value of uh, the Fresh Prince Mansion is the it increases by that exponentially, moment to moment. Indeed. in these buildings, he, I think, when I uh, was looking at it, I believe the last number, the last figure that I could find was that he's worth somewhere in the range of two hundred million dollars. Which is a lot of money is for it, an artist. Is that UK or is that US money? Uh, Hopefully it, it's pounds. It is US because I actually converted pounds to US dollars, so I knew how much it was equivalent to US dollars. Ah. Um, but yeah, I think it's like a hundred, uh, 1.7 million pounds or something like that. I think that's the conversion. Um, but it did make me curious, and I want to see uh, if you guys can get it. Because one, I think you will... And one I think you won't, and that's why I think it's fun. Okay. Who do you think are the two richest musicians in the world? Oh my! I I found a, t- a top ten list, which like I will tell you that the highest is like seven hundred million or something like that. So Tom Tom Jones is not like near one of the richest musicians like in the world. Is it okay? Are you talking about the the money they make from their music? Yes, I believe. Well, no, no, it's just, no net, just, net net, yeah, just net worth. Mm. Net worth. Paul McCartney. Yeah. Number three. Oh, oh Jay Z is on there. Number two. Yeah. Oh my. Um, Number one. Oh shoot. Hmm. Oh it's gonna be somebody that we never would think, huh? Yeah. It could just be Beyonce. <laughs> it's Lord Andrew, Andrew Weber. Oh, Lord yeah. Andrew Weber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked about oh, that. Oh my goodness. <laughs> the creator of oh, Phantom of the Opera and Cats is worth well over a billion dollars. That's Indeed. insane. Indeed, that's true. We talked that's about insane. that. That's insane. Yeah, we were pretty close. He fought Stan Marsh's dad. <laughs> I because like I was in my head, I was like, it's got to be Jay Z. It's got to be Jay Z. And Jay Z was too. And I was like, well, who's richer than Jay Z? That's what it's like. No, no one would ever think that. <laughs> no, that's a kind of cheating, though. Well, I don't think of him that way. I don't think Who? of him. I don't think of Andrew Lloyd Webber in the same as Paul McCartney that's, or Jay Z no. as a musician. Because he's cheating. He's cheating. Because it's all he's he's written the entirety of it. It's a. It's not just a music. The production isn't only music. Mm-hmm. It's a theatrical production. That's cheating. Yes. Not fair. I say nay. But I will say also. Tear down his ivory tower. Um, one thing that uh, is particularly troubling about Tom Jones is that he has uh, intentionally inva- er, uh, evaded taxes. Oh, that's great. He In moved, the UK? He moved out of the UK to the US so that he could pay less taxes. Nice. 
Nice. A tax exile, I believe, is the term. He knows. Yeah. That makes him smart. That's true. Amen. He paid less than $750 a year. <laughs> it's possible. Only for two of those years. Two years since 1968. Tom Jones has been along, around for a long time. Yeah, he has. He's, a, he's Sir. Sir Thomas That's John true. He was Woodward. knighted. Knighted. Uh, he, uh, he's 80 years old now. He just turned 80 back in June. He's from uh, Wales. Glamorgan. Glamorgan, Wales. There's all kinds of words in here. But uh, yeah, he's interesting. He's a very interesting man. I've liked him for a long time. I had his uh, various live albums um, on record that I would listen to a long time ago. Actually, just this week, I have I, f- I have uh, Tom Jones. Uh, oh, what is it? Live at the Caesar's Palace. I listened to that. It's a two disc vinyl record, and uh, man, he puts on a show. That's He's quite a guy. He's he's looking pretty good for eighty. I mean, oh, yeah. money will do that, yeah. but he's looking pretty good for eighty. You he admit. does look pretty good. I see a picture of him here. It's not bad. No, he's got all that whiteness. He's like a silver fox type of fella. Silver fox. I would have to he, agree with that. See, that's the thing is his voice. Like, has it changed? Uh, not too much, but like with age, it's some would say it's gotten better because it's more seasoned. Mm-hmm. Like. Sometimes when you're yeah, younger, I can, I can you really... don't know, like, if you have a really good voice, you don't know how to use it. Ask Wayne Newton. Oh, yeah, that's true. He's been I guess a long time, I, too. As he got older, you can really hear all that money in his voice. <laughs> you're like, well, he must be paying him for something. As he gets older, he's like, you're really paying me for something. Sometimes if you're when he's singing, you accidentally hear the cha-ching in the background yeah. of his vocals. And and... You go, oh, oh, sorry, my apologies. <clears throat> oh. there's, a, there's a cash box located in the rear of my throat. And every once in a while, Apologies. it makes a cartoon money sound. Yeah, it's just the beginning of Pink Floyd's money. It really is all it is. <laughs> exactly. I thought it was trash in the camp. In <laughs> uh, at the height of his fame, he had sex with 250 groupies a year. Yeah, Did you read that. It's I just wild to think that there are that many Tom Jones groupies. He had had sex. He's had sex with Mary Wilson of the Supremes, uh, TV host Charlotte Lowe, Laws. Uh, a former Miss World, and then also uh, none other than Cassandra Peterson, better known as Elvira, lost her virginity to Tom Jones. I thought that was crazy. That's insane. I uh, I thought about it because like if you think about like the height of his career, it wasn't like a really short duration of time. It was kind of short though. It was it was kind of short, it. but not like a. But there is the possibility, and this is what I think maybe astounded me the most. Tom Jones. May have slept with a thousand women in his lifetime. Yeah, probably. Oh yeah, a thousand. Excuse me. It's it's clear women. from the from the average of two fifty a year. It's he's clearly over that. That's what I no, mean. I said at the it, height of his at the height of his fame. So I don't know right. where. Yeah, that, but it's an average. I know. I know. I know. One year he probably got a little wild. He also like two two sixty three during. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very specific number, but I like it. The funny thing, like he I was also that... married the entire yes, time. Yes, he was. Yes, Isn't he was. One, what, what, pretty, a, what a guy. Pretty bad infidelity. Um, I I took a, a sexuality class when I was in college, and if I remember correctly, the statistics at the time um, were that people on average have sex with I think like three people within their lifetime mm-hmm. or something like that. Like on average. Is Tom Jones a part of the average? Like, yeah. is he the outlier? He's or the, do they have to just be like, we can't include Tom Jones in this? What they didn't want to tell you is that he's the one that bumped it from two to three. 
<laughs> actually, the uh, the national average is zero, but Tom Jones <laughs> actually <laughs> had sex with so many women. He makes up for the fact Everyone that else. literally no one has had sex in the country. Everyone's been lying. The only one who's telling the truth is Tom Jones. <laughs> the only people and who have Kareem ever... Abdul-Jabbar. <laughs> we're not really sure how we got here, and we're very confused, but it has something to do with Tom Jones. That's how I was born. Don't ask questions. <laughs> he's he's just uh he's Noah. He's yeah. he's the the man who actually created every the father of every, all. He's the father of all. That's Tom Jones. He actually did have uh And it's a not child. unusual. Oh, it's not unusual. It's not unusual. He had a child out of wedlock and he would not acknowledge their existence. He does not want to nice. meet them. Quality. Good. Quality guy he is. I'm glad you like him so much, Jared. <sighs> not good. Sounds like wh- quite a man. What's going on? This is your kid. <laughs> You can't prove that if I had sex with thousands of women. You can't prove that, and then they had like this really long process of like <laughs> DNA sampling and all this stuff, and then they in fact did prove it. Yeah. And he was like, "I still don't want to meet him." <laughs> Gosh. Well, at least he gets uh, he's got to pay that money. I would have to imagine it's a lot. I would assume. I don't know if you can do that if you're past the age of being able to get child support. Is that what you're talking about? Don't they have like back payments? Yeah, but I don't know if they. Like the the mom would have to do that. True. And if the kid is like thirty, I don't know. I feel like if it was Tom Jones, I would go for back oh, payment. Yeah, it'd probably be worth it. He's got that Nick Cage money. Yep. Excuse me. He's the one that gave Nick Cage the money. That no, house was Nick, Nick Cage gave Cage him the money. No, because the house is in. You don't you know how houses work, homeowner? It's an investment. It's equity. Nick Cage needed that equity to make more money. If it weren't for Tom Jones. Mm-hmm. Nick Cage has Tom Jones' money. He did. Who knows what he's got now? Oh, he had know. an issue for a long time as a youth. Beating people up, wearing leather jackets, coming in all tussled on the night talk shows. Nick Cage. It's kind of cool back then. Now he's just kind of lame. Yeah. I also didn't realize that Tom Jones had uh, such a TV presence. Mm. Like, I, I think I was aware of maybe some of it, but didn't realize. Like, I think he had like two syndicated TV shows on different networks, maybe even three. Uh, and a lot of his money, I believe, came from those TV shows at the time. Like he was making like millions mm-hmm. off of that. Well, like um, yeah, pounds. M- millions today. Um, I think it was like, like they converted it. And it was like fifty million dollars or something like that. Yeah, in a U.S. dollars. Um, but yeah, like, and then he's also been on a ton of TV shows. He's made appearances in movies. Like he's a lot. I think. I think we take for granted how big Tom Jones is. Well, one thing is he's not as big in the U.S. as he is in the U.K., so we can't really, like, fathom uh, that. I think he played Glastonbury just a few years ago, uh, which is a U.K. festival. Um, And he moved, actually, from L.A. His wife died, I believe, in 2016, maybe earlier than that. I can't remember. But when she died, he moved from L.A. back to the U.K., and basically was like, I've had my time living in L.A. and I'm I'm just ready to go back to, you know. And so I think that, you know, he's he's like obviously well respected there. He's a, he's knighted. He performs all kinds of things. Yeah, well, this picture, uh, the main picture on Wikipedia is him from the Queen's birthday party in 2018. So yeah. I think he's pretty popular. He right? also played at a, a Princess Diana thing in like yeah. some time. Yeah. Can I yeah. can I go slightly off the rails for a moment? Oh, we always do. Can someone explain to me exactly uh, how the process of knighting works? Because like I have found that there have been many many people in the past that I've heard were knighted, and I then t- said to myself, 
what does that mean? Like, like, a, what's the point of being knighted? And who? It's like a. It's just. Yeah, it's an honorary it's a, distinction. It's a distinction in the in that country. Yes, kind of like in in Canada, they have a similar situation, right? We do it here. What do we do here? Medal of Honor. No, that's no purple I, heart. What am I looking for? There's like a thing. It's kind of like being a. It's, it's kind of uh, like being when a, you're the colonel. Yeah, a Kentucky colonel. That's what I was gonna say. It's kind of being a Kentucky colonel. I'm gonna get they that give someday. you a Hollywood uh, star on the walk of They give you a big Reba. gold. They give you a big golden bucket of chicken, which you have to then wear on your head at the VMAs. Yes, while yes. you have to cut holes. Guns in and it. Roses performs. You got to cut holes in it, which it's it's not easy because it's gold. It's gilded mm-hmm. probably, which means the center is a much harder metal. Good luck with that, pal. Mm. Yeah, that's what it's like being a colonel. Ain't so easy, is it? I guess like when you think of the term like a knight, like you kind of go back. To like you the know ceremony. medieval times, and you think about a man in armor, and now it's like you were knighted because you're rich and you made music. Yeah, well, it's a person who shows great prominence for the for Great Britain. Yeah, I mean Paul McCartney, all the Beatles were knighted, I believe. Although some of them, people have refused to go. People have said, "No, I'm not doing it." Um, is it? Uh, is it? I'm trying to think of a Ian McKellen was he knighted? Yeah. Or uh, Christopher Lee, was he? I can't remember. Some there's Yes, yes to Ian McKellen, because I have heard Sir Ian McKellen yeah, before. Yeah, Ben Kingsley, yeah. Um, but uh, the process... Hang on. Does the Queen pick it, or are they just like being... They're nominated for well, somebody there else must the be Queen some, decides? There, I'm assuming that there is a... I'm assuming... Oh, McCartney uh, refused. Well, they call him Sir he, Mark Paul he, McCartney. He rejected... He must, have, he must have initially refused in his sense... Come back and, or maybe decided, he just okay. gets the title regardless of his refusal. Yeah, maybe. And he's like, "Please stop calling me Sir Paul McCartney. Um, I'm not a knight." He, um, there's. I would assume that there's some type of a committee or something that decides this. But the process is like the the fanfare of it is the same. You go up and they use a little sword and they do your thing and they give you a little thing. There are different levels as well. Oh, are there? Yeah, there are multiple levels. So you have like, uh, for instance, is the initial level the colonel? Yes, the Kentucky Colonel, and then they. You, what you don't know is that England loves Kentucky. You know that makes sense. I also, I, I believe, if I remember correctly, uh, if when you start out as the Colonel, they will not uh, raise your uh, ranking until after you've eaten all the chicken. Yeah, you have to eat all. You of have it. to eat the the famous bowl. Yes, you have to eat all the bones. <laughs> George too. Harrison and Ringo Starr, uh, or not, George Harrison and Lennon were not because they were okay. dead by then. But right. Ringo is, and Paul McCartney is, so. Yeah, let's get back to Tom Jones. You yes, cool. you put us Leonard Cohen. Leonard Co- I asked if I could do it. Leonard Cohen yeah, is, by the so way. Really? Yeah, for for the Canada oh, one. Okay, because he's a he's a guy. He got picked by Trudeau, maybe. I don't. I don't know. Maybe not. When did Trude- Probably not. Probably, probably not. prior to Trudeau. Hmm. Probably prior to Tom Jones is a cover machine. Yes. Yeah. I feel like that's worth. Talking that's like about. what a lot of people. But it's not that style whatever. of music though is exactly what that is. Yeah, it's pretty prominent. Right. But that doesn't mean like that where it gets difficult. I like Bobby Darren. Let me say that. Mm-hmm. Mac and, the Knife's a good song. Yeah, and boy, he has a great version of, um, of, uh, oh dang it, what's that song that's so popular? Uh, if I were a carpenter, I love that song. The Bobby Darren version is the best version, but it's a cover of a folk of what's his name? Damn it, the guy. I'll tell you right Bob now. Dylan. I, no. If anybody ever Paul said, Simon. what's that song that's so popular? The first thing I would have thought of is never If I Were a Carpenter. No. It's no. my favorite of his. It's so good. Um, it's by, um, oh, damn, Tim Harden. That's mm. who it's by. It was made famous, essentially. Uh, Tim Harden performed on his own, but Johnny Cash did a duet. 
that made it popular. But Bobby Darren's version was prior to that and was better. So take that, Johnny Cash. But it's really good, and it's a cover, but that, but he did his own thing with it. So, you know, a lot of people were doing that, and that doesn't make him a bad artist necessarily. Bobby Darren's no. better than you, Tom Jones. Take that. Hmm. I don't know about that. Um, but yeah, Tom Jones, like that's what he did basically from the very, from the very beginning. And that's how that kind of, that style of music, if you're not Bob Dylan or people like that, that wrote your own songs, then you just did versions of it. And right. Tom Jones has had a very interesting career because, um, if you, if you kind of look at his history of his, like one of his first singles was, uh, it's not unusual, which blew up. And then he tried to keep riding that wave. And had lots of hit songs in the UK, Slept less hit songs in the US, but um, he did, he still had, I think, 19 top 40 US hits over the span of his career. Sounds right. But so he had, you know, various hits. He did the song What's New Pussycat, which was in a film, which nobody yeah. knows the movie. They just know the song. Well, that's where it, it is titled What's New Pussycat. No, I know. Well, it is, it's the title song to the, mo- it's, yeah. to the film. It's written by Burt Bacharach. He did uh, Thunderball. Uh, the yeah. the James Bond um, theme song, which we've covered a few different people that have done James Bond theme songs, Tina Turner and Billie Eilish. And, and, Paul I, and Adele. And, and Adele. Paul McCartney. We haven't covered him we've before. We've covered the Beatles. Good band, bad band. Oh, whatever, dude. That's what I'm talking about. They're two oh, separate shows. So, talked about it. So Tell me I'm wrong, Jared. But then uh, in the like late 70s to 80s, I think it was the, yeah, the 80s. During the 80s, he, did a, he had a country phase which is interesting and you're like oh why would tom jones do country but if you look at like the people now like darius rucker and people like that that like are in a completely different genre and then go to country music it's not that like it was like he was the original person that did something like that but then he also had like dance hits yeah bon jovi it's funny because if you look at like his 80s output he's one of the very few people i've ever seen had hit songs on the country charts and then on the U.S. dance charts. Right. Weird. Well, honestly, like, I mean, the guy is happy to do whatever it means to make money, which, like, we talked about that earlier. Like, you know, he had a, a child at 16. He had to work in a glove factory. Like, so obviously, you know, I'm sure he thinks in this way of, like, I've done this um, to make money and to gain prominence. So he wants to keep doing that. But, like, from what I could tell... Like, the guy has just no shame for doing whatever would work. Like, country's popular right now? Done. Let's do it. Mm. Dance music is popular right now? Done. Let's do it. Yeah, he doesn't care. No. He doesn't care. It doesn't matter anyway, I don't think, because he just sings. Yeah. I don't. He, he's not, like, really writing or creating this stuff. No. He's not a musical guy. He's just a singer. Yeah. So, they're just like, Tom, what do you want? This is what people want to hear. He's like, okay, I'll just sing that. Just let me sing it. He had an album uh, produced by Wycliffe Wa- Jean. Yeah, he did. Oh. From, from the Fugees. What a guy. Well, he has also has you know his own solo work. Gosh. Yeah, that's true. Nobody cares about that. Yeah. I feel like we should start playing some some clips of some things because mm-hmm. uh, we've only played the one Tom Jones song so far. I think we should some add some interesting audio up into this this mess so jared would you like to talk about some of the things that you wanted to talk about uh yeah he uh in the in the 80s he covered prince's song kiss with art of noise he also has done uh 
You Can Leave Your Hat On, which is a Randy Newman uh, original, which I like the Joe Cocker yeah. version as well. It's well, a good song. We don't speak that name around here. You don't like Joe Cocker? Oh, uh, you don't like Randy Newman. <laughs> I said we don't speak it. I'm not making it. Uh, I, I don't know. I, the One of the songs that I found one of the most interesting, which I did not play for you guys, but you can play, is he did a cover of uh, Kung Fu Fighting. Oh, boy. Oh, that sounds uh, amazing. Yeah, put it on. So that song comes from uh, the Super soundtrack Cop. for Super Cop. Super this Cop. soundtrack is amazing. That's what I was going to talk about. Super so, Cop. He's the so cop I'm looking at the, the artist, though I will say the movie uh, does not have Jackie Chan in it. It is not Jackie Chan. Uh, but yeah. the uh, artists featured on the soundtrack yes. are perhaps one of the strangest collections that I've ever seen in my entire life. And I shall now follow with that. So obviously Tom Jones featuring Ruby uh, is on there. There's also a song from No Doubt. There's a song from Tupac featuring the Outlaws. There's a song from Warren G. There's a song from Rocket from the Crypt. And a song from Devo. Will you hey. pl- please play the Devo song? You got Super it. Super Cop. Meet the cop that can't be stopped. Have you seen that movie? It's from Hot Fuzz. I've not seen it. Have you, you ever seen, seen Super Fuzz? Cop? No, the Hot one Fuzz. Has, uh, Jackie Chan in it? Hot Fuzz. Seen that movie, Hot Fuzz? It's been a long time. Oh, boy. No. Just play it. Don't no. tell him. Just play it. Don't tell him. You asshole. Might want to be one That's of the most phenomenal. amazing things I've ever heard. Pretty, they, you've just won the the second annual Golden Accordion Award. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that they turned the instrumentals into the music you would hear while fighting a boss in a Super Nintendo uh, video yes. game. Like, what on earth? Are you already dis- to admit Devo's excellence yet? Or uh, I'm, I'm closer. Yeah, that was great. That's awesome. It's phenomenal. And you, you've never heard that, I'm sure. I have never heard that. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Congrats. Look at you, golden accordion winner. Congratulations. To Devo for your song. We're so proud of you. Uh, I think still my favorite cover that I found was the one of the Arctic Monkeys, though. Oh, yeah. That one that is so, so odd. He did it live. And it, what year? Did you say like 2013, Jared? That it was, or maybe 2011? It was uploaded in 2011. I do yeah. not know when it was. Uh, I can locate. When it was. Right. I think that was at his, the performance of Princess Diana, mm-hmm. uh, like a, a memorial thing. So I'd have to look and see what year that was. Mm-hmm. I'm in the process. 2007. Okay. So <clears throat> it was performed in 2007. Um, and it's like off of their debut album before they got really popular. So it's odd that he would even like pick up the song and it, say, let's do it. Yeah, it is weird. Although, I mean, it was, so it, their debut came out in 06. So it, that would have been the only album they would have had really at this right. time. So. 
Never thought you'd hear like a 67 year old man doing a cover of like a post punk revival ish. Like he did not um, discriminate with his cover songs. No, in any way, he never has. Uh, if you look at like he's, I put on some of the things he's done. He did a cover of um, Bob Dylan, what, Tom Waits, "What Good Am I," which is a very obscure song. He did "Bad as Me," which is a later Tom Waits song. Like. It's in, like if you look at his discography and you look at like the various songwriters, he for uh, his 2010 album he w- switched from one label to another, and they paid like a bunch of money to have him like switch labels, like the, to get Tom Jones on their label. The first album he did was a uh, cover album of gospel and blues songs, and. Um, one song is called uh, Burning Hell that came out as the single. And the guy that was like the record label head was like, what is this? I want my money back if this is what like the first... But, like Tom Jones, he just he didn't even like kind of deal with... Like he just like, this is what I want to make. Right. I don't know if that... If he had artistic integrity or if he didn't like know what sold anymore in 2010. Like it's hard to say. But it's a pretty... It's a John, John Lee Hooker... Or a blues song, mm-hmm. and he did it on David Letterman. He did it a few different places, but um, and it just kind of like it just kind of shows the oddness of Tom Jones's career. I think my favorite non uh, "What's New Pussycat" or it's not unusual Tom Jones song is "Green Green Grass of Home." I think that's an excellent song. It's an odd song for sure. It's weird. It's one of those weird story songs where. Um, the guy is like coming home and his family is uh, greeting him and he's, you know, enjoying the time spent with them. And then uh, like the last verse, he's like, and then I wake up and I see these four walls that surround me. He's in prison. Yeah. And he's like, I just dreamed all this. It's, sorry, so, sorry, spoiler alert. If you've never yeah. heard green, green grass of home. It's also sorry, interesting because it's like a, it's uh, sung and performed like a gospel song. Yeah. So it's just weird. Yeah, it's weird. You mentioned what's new, Pussycat, and it's not unusual. And we would be remiss if we did not mention the John Mulaney bit. Oh yes, uh, this it's called the Salt and Pepper Diner. It is a John Mulaney. It's one of my favorite stand-up bits that we have heard. Uh, it's maybe my favorite John Mulaney. Although I love John Mulaney, he's one of my favorite stand-up comedians. An so amazing it's hard, man. Yeah, uh, to say like if that's my favorite bit, but it's the first one I really remember of his. Uh, and cause it's just like the story is amazing. Uh, are we going to do you want to, I mean, it's a six minute bit, so we're not going to like, right. kind of it's pointless to, it'd play. probably be better to just like summarize it. So basically he goes to a diner, he plays seven what's new pussycats on the jukebox. He just keeps playing the same song and people are becoming, no. 
You're you're it's it's not oh, unusual. You're right, idiot. No, it's what's new, no. Pussycat. All right, I'll tell you what happened. I thought it was it's not unusual, and then he's like, no, 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 no throw no, in no, a what's no, new. No, he no. gets on. So he sees. Right? Here's what happens. I'm gonna have to tell you all. I know I what it is. He, he you, cut me off he and sees said no. That there are three plays for a dollar on a jukebox, so they put seven dollars in and play nothing but what's new, Pussycat. But his buddy is like, you know what? And after the seventh, he hits an it's not unusual. So then they're playing all of these what's new pussycats and he's going through describing, you know, what goes on in people's minds as you hear what's new pussycat played more than one time in a row and how you're kind of confused because it could be two times or it could just be one long play and you're like, I don't know if I've ever heard the song the whole way through or not. Maybe it's just really long. Then after the the second one, the third one, you're like, something's going on here. And the fourth one's pretty much a dead giveaway of the fact that it has either been played twice or four times. And on the point of five is when the people who really can't hold their composure begin to have mental breakdowns and are unsure what's going to happen. And then once uh, seven rolls around, people are so relieved to not hear what's new pussycat that it's not unusual is like the, is like a, a reckoning for them. Their lives are whole once again, and they can continue on, you know, and it's, they're not trapped in this weird uh, mental place where they, they may never escape. But then as soon as what's new pussycat comes back in, it's just a total utter mess, and essentially the world ends right there in that diner. And then they, I believe they said he said that it, it played 11 times before they unplugged the jukebox. <laughs> It's a great bit. I highly recommend you go listen to the full bit. Exactly. Just watch the whole stand-up special, really. Yes, all of them on ne- on uh, Netflix. And, that one was not on Netflix. I know. You just listen to that and then uh, watch the Netflix ones. So he had a song in 2012 uh, that was produced by Jack White called "Evil." Uh huh. Pretty great. Uh, I've kind of. He had a bit of a career resurgence in 2012 because he hosted uh, the UK's version of The Voice and uh, with uh, Will I Am. He and, Ryan Seacrest and, and Jesse J. No, he he was a judge. Oh, he didn't. He was oh. not a, a host. He was a judge, oh. uh, a coach, I guess is what they call them. But uh, he did it for several years and then was replaced by Boy George. Oh boy. He wasn't happy about that. Yeah, I would say. I don't know. One's, I, Boy George is more art- artistically relevant, mm. to be honest with you. Jared, it's not a, it's not a shot. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm not Tom Jones. <laughs> we ready to sound off at this point? Uh, I think so. I feel like I would want to talk, talk about, more about Tom Jones, know, like know, honestly, but, know. you know, time the, constraints. The, the Carlton dance is... Legendary. It's huge. That's another thing. It's got to be the reason that song is number one on his. Yeah. It has to be. Yeah. Um, he was actually on the Fresh Prince. Uh, he came as Carlton's um, a guardian angel and uh, showed him what uh, life would look like if he wasn't greedy. And honestly, he should be all of our guardian angels. Mm-hmm. He was I also on The Simpsons. He's done some questionable things. I don't know, man. I feel like feel like you have the angel on your shoulder and it's Tom Jones, and then you have the devil on your other shoulder and it's Tom McDonald. Yes. All right. A tale of two Toms. Uh, he was also on Mars Attacks. He uh, uh With a Tom, Tim Burton movie. And he kind of was a, a little bit of a pivotal part of the movie. And let's see what else we got. Uh, is it pivotal or is it or is it a bookending part? Really? Oh, maybe. Yeah. Uh. I he's think mentioned in the movie Flushed Away. Yeah, he's mentioned. Well, that's not as important. That's what I didn't say. He's on The Simpsons. Yep, I said that. Did we? I couldn't remember. Uh, I think that's about it. Uh, he, he's very uh, interesting. 
In uh, 2008, the New York Times called him a musical shapeshifter who could slide from soulful rasp to pop croon with a voice as husky as it was pretty. Wow, what a sell. That's what I said about him. You don't hear those words together too often. And uh, in, when he was approaching his 70th birthday, which was about uh, 10 years ago, he was still performing over 200 dates a year. And he was asked about that, and he said, The fire is still in me. Not to be an oldie, but a goodie. I want to be a contender. That's what he said. Tom Jones is the good band. Tom Jones is the good band. Yeah, it's Tom Jones. Yeah, there's no there's no question about that one. I love Tom Jones. Tom so McDonald it ultimately will be our worst artist of the year. It's possible. Yeah. Likely, maybe. Who did we say that for already? For this year? Yeah, we've covered some. I don't some. know if we've said anything. We said it. We said it once before. I looked through the list and I could remember who it was, but all of that is a faded memory now that we've covered Tom McDonald. Was six nine was last year or this? Yes, year? six nine was last. Was he year. the worst of the year last year? He oh, was second place. We ended up picking Buck Cherry over six nine. Ooh, yeah. I think I in retrospect that. we would. Yeah, I think in retrospect we would have changed that now. I don't know. Buck Cherry is pretty bad. It, they are. I yes. don't think I'd pick Buck. I think. I don't remember now. It was. Don't you remember that it was a bracket system? Oh, I know. I know. I so, know. It, so it wasn't a full out vote over. You know. That's we the way voted it goes. for our, our the, people. Buck Cherry was the underdog, and they won. Yep. Who picked them? You? You selected I them? I don't remember. I can't remember who. I cannot Train remember. Train was on that list. I'm sure I chose them. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. All right. I will also... We'll, we'll get to the Patreon part. And I will admit that on this occasion, and I don't ever do this, but on this occasion I cheated, because I assumed that most people did not know Tom McDonald. And so in the Patreon post, I said, and I quote... If you haven't heard of the first artist, I recommend you just vote for Tom Jones and save the surprise for our episode. You'll thank us later. And Tom Jones won. Uh, did anyone vote for Tom McDonald? No. Wow. They listened. Jeez. Either they listened to me or they knew better. So, yeah. If you want to have a voice, go to patreon.com slash record roundtable. Join up. Let, it, let yourself vote and your voice be heard. Just like you should in this current election. Things of that nature. So ensure that you get out there and do the two most important things you can do as a member of this community, this country. Vote for your elected officials and give us money. Thank you very much. <laughs> See you next week. I will also say that if you aren't registered to vote, you cannot vote in the good band, bad band poll. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this week's edition of Good Band, Bad Band. Let us know who you think is the good band and like us on uh, Facebook and stuff. Next week, we're talking about Neck Deep Purple. Thank you. Goodbye. So go and follow your cute little pussycat nose. Pussycat, pussycat, I love you. Yes, I do. dreams, Mr. Jones. Oh, we could just bring say a record roundtable road trip. Yeah, we could do it. For, uh, we need to. We got to rent a van uh-huh. so we can just record this inside the van in the parking lot. I love that. Okay. Guess who's not invited? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that.